Switched on on F104 and since 2019 the interest in Formula 1 has grown due to the Netflix series Drive to Survive which is heading into its fifth season on February 24th. We're now joined by motoring journalist with CompleteCar.ie, Dave Humphreys. Hello. Hey, thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for chatting. So there has been a huge growth since that came on board really, hasn't there? Oh, there has. I mean, Drive to it's incredible what Drive to Survive has done for Formula One and even now for other sports like there are other sports now creating similar kind of programs Mm -hmm. but yeah it's opened it up to a a huge new audience which is great like it's great to see so many new people kind of really getting into it and like even as I've been a lifelong Formula One fan and I watched Drive to Survive and I was like oh this is really good like they've really (laughs) nailed this. Is it because we're getting all that background info that you'd normally not have? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Like, for me, it was just really interesting to see a lot of the kind of behind the scenes stuff that you wouldn't normally see in a weekend's coverage just following it on TV. So that was really interesting. Yeah, some of it was maybe edited in a way that kind of gave it a bit more of a soap opera vibe. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, but but it was I think I still found it was very entertaining. Um, and yeah, it was I was definitely watching it like I was I binge watched it in one go I was just like this is really good so yeah I, I think you know Netflix is great when it comes to producing stuff and I, I think they've done a really good job with it new season of it now is about to it was about to go live as well so I'll be I'll be sitting down tuning in to watch that as well and obviously it is based off real life and 2023 the season what is the look for the the teams and the drivers this season well, it's there's a, been a, quite a few changes this year. The cars and, and the technical aspect of the sport hasn't really changed a great deal. So like every few years, Formula One changes the, the specifications, the rules, the regulations. But this year, it's largely the same as last year. So there's no major difference. Um, and obviously, coming off the back of last year, Red Bull were the dominant team. They won the Constructors' Championships. Max Verstappen won the Second World Championship. Uh, and really, they are obviously going to be the favourites going into this season. And when you have a successful team like that, you don't change it. You know, you don't want to mess up a, a kind of a winning formula. So th- he still has Checo Perez as his teammate, who's really like he's a very good number two driver, but he is kind of seen as the number two driver. You know, it's not like they're necessarily on equal, equal footing. He's mm-hmm. kind of the he's there to support Max. The whole team seemingly has been built around Max. And, you know, he's his record is already there. Like, you know, he, he's, he's had so many firsts from being such a young driver going into the sport. Um, so yeah, like he's, you know, he's, he's a big, big value to Red Bull and he is a very, very quick driver as well. But this year is the big hope is a, what will Ferrari do? Will they come back? Cause they, they were so close last year with Charles Leclerc. He finished second in the championship and it seems now they've got a new team boss as well. So, Last year, the Ferrari team made a lot of mistakes, a lot of strategy calls that were wrong. They had some un- some reliability issues. And now Mattia Bonato, who was the team boss, has been given the boot. He's gone. They brought in a new boss who was actually the last year was the Alfa Romeo team boss. So they poached him and hopefully they hope, you know, he's going to maybe bring a little bit more order and bring that team uh, back to championship winning ways. Does but it, the other big yeah. thing is is obviously Lewis Hamilton yes. and, and whether he'll be back with Mercedes again. Because he hasn't had a great year. No, so last year was a, a record that he won't want to remember. Last year was Lewis Hamilton's 
first season on Formula One without winning a race. Wow. And, you know, he's been in Formula One for a long, long time. He's, he's one of the most experienced drivers there. And last year was the first time he didn't win a race all season. Um, his teammate, George Russell, won his first race as well. So maybe that will sting even more. Um, but he's a seven-time world champion or eight-time but almost eight or more champion depending <laughs> on who you talk to because his uh verstappen's uh, championship is always a thing of fierce debate but he is an incredible athlete yes he's getting on in years but he's fitter than ever more determined than ever and if that mercedes which was a bit of a disaster last year is back on form you cannot rule him out he is the one guy that will give max verstappen the hardest time ever so it's uh, and he's hungry he wants you know he wants to end his career as the most successful driver of all time you can uh, kind of understand why too after doing so well absolutely yeah yeah and and i just i wouldn't rule him out you know it seems Mm -hmm. like even though he's getting older it just he just doesn't seem to it doesn't phase him he's he's in you know physically in great shape mentally in great shape um and if he has the right sort of car under him he can absolutely do it. So that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, and also Mercedes have gone back to an all black car, which which they used every. So the big thing, obviously, before the season starts is you get to see everyone's car and the color schemes. And last year they were silver. This year now they've gone back to having a um, this year. They've gone back to having an all black car. The last time they had an all black car, they won the world championship. So maybe there's a little bit of kind of superstition there mm-hmm. on their behalf. Possibly. Um, so that would be interesting. That yeah, maybe that would be interesting <laughs> to see. Um other changes, I mean, the big thing if everyone for anyone who's watched Drive to Survive over the last couple of years, there's gonna be a few personalities not there anymore now. So Daniel Ricardo was gone yeah. from McLaren. He mm. he had a bit of a disastrous couple of years. He just kind of really lost his form and never brought the success he had before. Um, into McLaren that he really wanted. So he's gone. In his place is a young driver called Oscar Piastri. And last year, two teams were fighting over this guy because Alpine announced him as their new driver. And it was a bit of a spat because on social media about an hour later, he tweeted, says, uh, uh, I'm not going to be your driver next year because I don't have a contract. And he's actually had signed a contract for McLaren. There was a big legal battle and now... He's uh, it's all been confirmed and sorted out. So he's going to be alongside Lando Norris, who again is you know, great character. He's one of the really great personalities in Formula One that we're seeing. Often Formula One drivers in the past, some of them were really kind of boring and robots. <laughs> uh, Lando Norris is not that. He's 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 a really good kind of box office value. He very um, much so that speaks his mind as well. I think doesn't he? He does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also, he's you know Norris is a really quick driver as well in his day. Uh, on the right day when the car is set up right and if that McLaren can get back to giving him a successful car he's going to have a great chance as well as you know they are kind of seen as one of the best of the rest so it'll be interesting to see what happens the other thing and you know one of the things about Drive to Survive was the kind of fireworks and the spats this year the one I'm really watching out for is the Alpine team because they've got Esteban Ocon they've also signed Pierre Gasly and these two guys have a lot of history going back many, many years. It's going to be pretty interesting to see what the dynamic is like between those two guys. Because um, there is a lot of competition that goes on, not only between teams, but between team members as well. 
Oh yeah, massive psychological battles. Because if you're a Formula One driver, the very first person you want to beat more than anybody is your teammate. Because they have the exact same car as you. So really you're on level ground. And if they beat you, they've really beaten you. So that's the the biggest hurdle you want to overcome as a Formula One driver, first of all, is you've got to beat your teammate. And you see that in a lot of teams that some teams will structure it in a way that they'll have a bit like with Red Bull. You know, Perez is a very good driver, but you can see he's not an equal match for Max Verstappen. So mm-hmm. they kind of all, all already kind of remove that. Uh, they're not, you know, really competing head to head. Mercedes had that problem in the past with when Nico Rosberg was Lewis Hamilton's teammate, and they were both phenomenally quick drivers. Mm-hmm. But it, they ended up having a lot of crashes. They crashed into each other. And in Formula One, the worst thing you can do is crash into your teammate. No, like it looks so bad. Like <laughs> it looks so bad. Exactly, it's the worst thing you can do. So, and they had they had a, a lot of really hope, high profile accidents and collisions and coming together, and you know the team would try and let them race, but there was a few occasions where Toto Wolff, the boss, had to kind of bang their heads together and go, guys, stop, <laughs> you've got to stop get over yourselves. This. Let's get on with the job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think so. It, it's so. I think the Alpine team. It's going to be really interesting mm-hmm. to see what happens there. How well they get along. Um, that's going to be kind of an interesting one to watch out for as well. Um, other than that, other fireworks is going to be in the Aston Martin team because uh, the two drivers, you've got Lance Stroll and you've got Fernando Alonso. And Fernando Alonso is a troublemaker. He's an, um, he's an incredibly talented driver. Even though he's only won two world championships, he really should have more to his name. But he is he, he has left so many teams kind of on semi bad terms because he speaks his mind and if he doesn't like something he is very very vocal about it so it's going to be very interesting to see how that goes the other big news for Aston Martin is that Lance Stroll has just yesterday had an accident while training and will not be able to take part in the really important pre-season testing so that's already going to put them on the back foot and that's probably the least thing you want to happen right before it's starting Oh, that is the last thing you want to happen. Okay, if it happens in December when nothing's going on, mm-hmm. that's fine. But to have that happen the week of the mm. pre-season test beginning, that's an absolute disaster. Now, they haven't actually said how injured he is. And hopefully he's not. Hopefully it might only be Minor some thing. scrapes and mm. he feels a bit sore. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, they brought in Drugovic, who's their reserve driver, and he's going to take his place. But it, it's not going to be quite the same. So that will, in a way, will give Fernando Alonso a psychological advantage because he's going to be in the car first. Mm-hmm. Um, but the team would want to have him in it, and that's going to put Lance Stroll on the back foot slightly as well. So not a great start for him. Not brilliant. Have you any predictions on who might win it, or is it too soon to call? Well, right now it's hard to say because we haven't seen the cars mm-hmm. really in action Um and to be honest, even after preseason testing, we won't always have a clear idea because what often happens with this preseason testing is some of the teams will sandbag a little. So they're maybe not, you know, ringing absolutely every last bit of performance out of the car because they might want to be playing their cards closer to their chest. Mm-hmm. So that has happened before where teams were kind they hold of, back okay, they were very average in preseason mm-hmm. testing and then the first race, it, you know, they're just out of the blocks. Um, Red Bull... You can't discount them. You know, coming off what they had last year, they had the best car. 
And the fact that the the rules and regulations haven't changed all that much means that they only had to make a slight evolution of that car. So that really does put them on a good foot. And just the fact that he's already just won the world championship, he's going to have, you know, Max Verstappen is going to have that kind of confidence. He's going to have that momentum behind him already, you know? So he's going in just maybe a little bit less pressure on him because he's, he's already the champion. So yeah. that's going to make it easier for him too. The really interesting one is going to be between Ferrari and Mercedes because these were the two other top teams last year. Ferrari seemed to, all the sort of rumors and speculation we hear is that they've really improved their engine and the reliability and the car looks like, again, a pretty good evolution of last year. So if they can fix that, they will definitely be right up there. And their driver pairing with Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz, two really really quick drivers as well both race winners and um, both have a lot of experience so that's a really strong setup as well the big question mark really everyone has is mercedes is mm. have they solved the problems they had with their car last year and can they get back in to a race kind of or battling for a race win again that's going to be the big big question mark over a lot of people for going into this season now well, it's going to be interesting to see how it all turns out. Thank you very much for chatting to us. No problem. And uh, we'll no doubt probably talk to you throughout the season as things progress and we see how, how things are panning out for everybody. Absolutely. And we'll get the popcorn out for Drive to Survive. Excellent. As soon as that lands. Yeah, excellent. Dave Humphreys of CompleteCar.e. Thank you so much for chatting to us.